what I'm wondering is, if you are comfortable, I am going to share a story this morning. I'm going to have some questions, so I want you to listen really carefully. Um, just to start, though, I just want to explain why am I telling you this story. Um, I'm going to share a story that I didn't even know when I was a kid. Um, I got first introduced to it about four years ago, and I was at church one night, um, in, at the church I went to in Auckland, and we were having a prayer evening, and we were practicing listening to God. And um, the lady that was sitting next to me, I'd never met her before, and, um, but we kind of had to buddy up with someone and listen to God and tell the person what, God was, what we thought God was saying to them. Um, and so we were sitting next to each other, and so we tried. We thought, oh, well, we'll give it a go. We'll be brave. And um, so she told me, she said, this is really weird, but I'm going to tell you about, I feel, I feel like God's telling me to tell you about a storybook that I read to my grandchild this morning, which is a bit of a weird thing to say to a, another grown-up, quite frankly. So she was real brave. And the story that she told me about was this book. And then a few years later, when I moved to Gisborne, I bought a house. And she heard that I bought a house, and she actually went to her library that day, and she saw on a table at the library that that book was um, actually had been withdrawn from and had been was for sale. And so she bought it and she sent it to me. Um, and so one of the things I'd like to encourage you about is God talks. So she thought this was a strange thing to say, but God talks to us all the time in the most weird ways. And you never know, if God's saying something to you, you never know if it, and he says, tell this person this, you don't know what impact it's going to have on them. You might think it's silly, but they, it might mean a lot to them. And this story meant a lot to me. So this is a story about, drum roll, here's a picture up there, <laughs> a tree. Okay. It's also, it's also, it's about a tree, but it's also about growing. So what I'm wondering is, who can tell me how do we grow? Or how do trees grow? How do you know they're growing? Yes? They get bigger. They do. They get bigger and they grow leaves. So trees grow, plants grow. We grow too, don't we? How do we grow? How do, we, how do I know that you're growing, for example, if I see you today and I say, oh, you're growing. I bet, bet you kids hear that all the time. How do you know? Yes? Yeah, we get taller, we get bigger this way, some of us get too big this way. Um, yeah, we do. Some parts of us stop, fortunately we stop growing, we don't keep growing, we don't sort of, otherwise we wouldn't fit in this building if we just kept growing taller, but at some point our bodies know when to stop growing. But yeah, we grow, that's right. That's our body. But there are other ways that we grow. Does anyone know any other ways that people grow in their faith? What does that look like? Praying to God, trusting God, believing in God. Those are great answers. Yes. So, there, so while I'm reading the story, I want you to keep in mind that this is a story not just about trees, but it's also about growing and not just growing our bodies, but in, our, in other ways as well. Okay, let's get going. Okay, once there was a little tree filled with little leaves who was surrounded by other little trees who had little leaves of their own. In the heat of long summer days, little tree's leaves kept him cool. The squirrels would climb up on his branches to play. The morning dove landed in him and sang her fluty song. The little tree was sure to grow up big and strong. Autumn arrived and cool winds filled the air. 
The wind trickled, tickled the little tree as it passed through its branches and ruffled its leaves. The air grew cold and the leaves on all the trees changed colour, becoming re yellow, red and orange. Then one by one, the trees began to drop their leaves. But not little tree, he just hugged his leaves tight. Hello little tree, said a squirrel. You're supposed to drop your leaves now. But little tree was unsure. What would he do without his leaves? I wonder if anyone can tell me how they think little tree might be feeling right now. Yes. Nervous, excellent word. What's another word? Yes. Sad, excellent. Yes. Scared, yep. Confused. Yes. Shy, maybe. Lots of excellent feeling words, well done. I think he's feeling all of those things. Sometimes you get, you can hear you can feel lots of things all at once. I think he's feeling lots of things. Okay, let's get going. Winter came. What are you doing with leaves still on you? Asked the doe. Little tree just hugged his leaves tight. Springtime arrived and the little forest burst into life again. The other trees grew bright new leaves. The squirrels played in their branches. Little tree could hear the morning dove singing her fluty song. The seasons continued to come and go. Little tree, quacked a duckling, your leaves are brown, are you feeling sick? A fox said, little tree, it's autumn. It's time for you to drop your leaves. You can do it. Ready? One, two. But little tree just hugged the leaves tight. All around the forest grew and grew. One summer, little tree could no longer feel the sunlight. Squirrels played high on the broad, tall leaves, and the morning dove seemed so far away that he could hardly hear her fluty song. How do you think Little Tree's feeling now? Sad. Yeah, maybe he feels a bit annoyed and regretting not dropping his leaves. Yes? Left out and he feels like he can't do what the other trees can do. Yeah? Yes? Disappointed? Yeah, maybe. Like a shrub. He might be feeling like a shrub. Yes, he might be feeling like he's not actually a tree at all. Yes. He might be feeling scared, like, oh my gosh, everyone's so big. And I'm still me, I'm still little. Don't know what's going on here. Autumn came again. Leaves began to blanket the ground. Little tree looked up at the other trees, at their branches, reaching high into the sky. He remembered when all the trees had been his size. And then he let go. As his last leaf floated to the ground, for the first time, little tree felt the harsh cold of winter. But in time, Something happened. Once there was a little tree. What happened to little tree? Yes. 
He did. He grew. He grew. Yes. He was brave. He let go of his leaves. And he grew. So what I'm wondering is, what are some of the things that help us grow? Good food? Healthy food? Yes, they do help us grow. Yes. Sleep helps us grow. Yes, absolutely. Children, sleep is really important. helps you grow. There you go. Message for the parents there. <laughs> yes, having the fruits of the Spirit help us grow. What else helps us grow? Yeah. All sorts of things. Yes, Debbie? Challenges help us grow. Yes. The sun helps us grow. It does. It does. It's actually being out in the sun helps us grow to be healthy. Yes. Vitamins do, yes. Okay, heaps and heaps of things. Those are mostly things, except for, I'm just going to come back to Shiloh's one, but most of those things are help, things that help us grow in our bodies, and that's really important. But there's another part to us. Remember we said that there was another part to us. That part of us is called our soul. Inside of us is our soul, and that's the part that makes us alive. That's the part of us that makes us who we are. That's the part of us that lives forever with God. That's the part of us that we, that we, we can talk to God and, he can talk, uh, and we can listen to him. Our soul's really important. And just like we need to look after our body, we need to look after our soul as well because that's that, that, in fact, even more important than our body because that's a bit of us that lives forever. That's a really important part of us. So I wonder if anyone can think of anything that might help our soul to grow and be healthy. Having faith in God, yes. Trusting God, absolutely. Praying to God, it does, yep. Believing in God, yes. Reading the Bible, absolutely. So reading the Bible and doing all these things where we actually get good, good information and good knowledge for our souls, that all help. Sometimes things that help us grow, our soul grow, don't feel very comfortable. For example, have you ever been in a situation where you felt like you were super uncomfortable inside and you had to do something but you didn't want to? Has anyone ever felt like that? You thought you, th you knew that there was something, you, you were feeling really, it was almost like your soul felt sick or sad or sore, and, you, and, you, and it made you feel so uncomfortable, and it might have even made you do some things when you were feeling like that, you might have not felt yourself, and not even, you might have been grumpy, or irritable, or done some things that you thought that you wouldn't normally do. Has anyone ever felt like that? I sure have, heaps of times. It's being human. So, it can happen for heaps of different reasons. Heaps of reasons. Sometimes it's because of something that we've done. Sometimes it's because of something we've seen or heard. It made us feel bad. Sometimes it's because of something that someone else did. Lots and lots of reasons. But what I want, reason, the reason I read you, wanted to read you this story was because when I was a little girl, something happened to me that made me, my soul, feel really sad and sore. And I did not know what to do about it. And I, it, and it made me feel lots of really confusing things. And I didn't know what to do about it. And 
I wish that someone had told me that I could have done something about it, that I could have fixed it by talking to someone. So sometimes you might be in a situation where, I don't know, maybe you did something that you knew you weren't supposed to do and you weren't supposed to do it and, oh my goodness, if mum finds out, she's going to be so mad at me. But then you end up telling and you end up saying, hey, you feel, actually tell me, and actually you feel so much better when you told somebody. Has anyone ever felt like that? Is that feeling where you actually, it's such a relief to tell someone. But it's not just when things that you do. Some, like I said, other things can make you feel, your soul feel sore too. And it might not be your fault. It might be something that you, that you but you might feel like it's your fault. So like I said, sometimes you can feel like you've got lots of feelings inside that don't make much sense. But the best thing to do is not hold on to it, not be like a little tree and hold on to your leaves and feel sick and sore inside. Best thing to do is tell someone about it, let it go, because then someone can help you. So that's what I wanted, that's what I wanted to encourage you to do. And that's why I told you the story. So I just want to tell a little bit, just very quickly, to the adults. So my family, this just, I just want to tell you a couple of things. In my family, there were lots of things we didn't talk about. And when you don't talk about something, this sends a message. You're not talking about things. You're, telling, you're, you're communicating. You're communicating about that thing. So we didn't talk about feelings in my family. I knew, I knew the basics. I knew angry, sad. I knew how to tell someone if I'd stubbed my toe. But I didn't know how to tell someone when I was feeling bad inside. I didn't have any words for that. So I want to really encourage you to talk about feelings. And I was so, so impressed by the feelings words that these kids knew. That's, that's showing me that you guys are talking about your feelings. And that's really important. We also didn't, I also, we didn't talk about some, I, I knew lots of things about myself. I knew words for bones and fingers and eyelashes and gums and teeth and all these little things, but there were some parts of my body I didn't know the names for. And so I didn't know how to tell someone about those things. And that, so when something happened to me and I needed to tell my parents about it, I was a bit hamstrung because I didn't know how to talk about feelings and I didn't know the names for some things. I was a bit stuck. And I didn't tell anybody. And I also had the sense that everything was my fault. And so I just kept it inside. So I buried it. But just because was, it was buried, I was still holding on to it. And I held on to it for a, a long time, for about 40 years. So I have, I'm learning how to let it go, but it's, a, it's taking a long time. And the parts and all the protective mechanisms that I built to protect myself because of this secret I had, that all, that's all taking a long time to unlearn as well. But what I do know is that God helps, God's helping me with that. And I just want to finish with um, 
So just by encouraging you, just encouraging you parents to talk to your kids. But also pray with your kids. And there's a line from a song which I just hold on to all the time because it really helps. It says, as you speak, a hundred billion failures disappear. Where you lost your life, so I could find it here. If you left the grave behind you, so will I. 